Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business, and we're friends like my friend Neely Piazza. <laughs> Doesn't let friends feed Kevin. What's up, Niels? Not much. What's up there? You know what's up here are bugs. Bugs. I don't know what just happened. Like, okay, we've had all this rain, and then it was like last night. And today is an invasion of gnats. And I'm not talking a few. I'm talking a buttload. And you know, when a sphincter load, a sphincter, thank you, a sphincter load. And you know, here's the thing when when you don't have air conditioning and you want your windows open, uh, you and you have a light, these little gnats is sort of like the mask that everybody was trying to stop COVID with. They just come right through your screen. Yeah, right. Right. And so I literally had to like turn out all my lights and sort of hide from the gnats. <laughs> but I'm wondering what is Bill Gates? It's their, last, it's their last gasp before the freeze. Yeah, but we don't have those up here. I mean, it just doesn't happen. So I'm like, what happened that they just appeared? Or maybe Bill Gates released them on you. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> the creep. Creep. I know, right? Jeepers. Yeah. You know what I was thinking, Niels? I I think that maybe some people might think we're crazy because. Oh, I know. A lot of people think we're crazy. <laughs> and here's why. Because <laughs> Particularly <all of> the... <laughs> me. <laughs> well, no. All the people that we follow, all the people that we talk about, if you were to look them up on the internet, it'd be like, conspiracy theorists. They lost their license. They threw out some crazy blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, but weren't they right? Uh, weren't they right? Well, none of them <laughs> lost their license. They surrendered them. Uh-huh. They weren't, they weren't, uh, they just refused to renew them. Tom was talking about that the other day. Or no, he wasn't talking about it. I heard it on a podcast. Um, yeah, I heard him talking about it on a podcast. Well, there was a question about that at one point. Somebody said, yeah, did he did he relinquish it or did he lose it? Well, he didn't lose it. He never had any issues. He just refused to work underneath it anymore. So he gave it back. Well, these are the people that just have a real heart and conscious and they're like, I can no longer do this because it doesn't make sense. Now, what I see, what I see. And what people don't really realize, and Dr. Merritt has made a big deal out of this, the medical licensing boards, Mm -hmm. they are, they have nothing to do with the government. They are for-profit corporations. Medical licensing Licensing boards are for-profit organizations. Corporations. Oh. Yep. 
They don't. Ha- they're not. They don't have anything to do with anything. So basically, they just need to make money. Yeah. Okay. So the whole the whole idea. I mean, if you go back to the beginning with Rockefeller and and the uh, creation of the AMA and having to have a license to do this and to do that, it's basically you just have to pay your way into the club. It doesn't have anything to do with anything. You don't have to really know your sphincter from a hole in the ground. <laughs> well, I think you have to pass a test, but um how hard's a test? Come on. Right? I mean, if you made it all the way through um medical school, right? How do you make it through medical school not knowing that your dog is a meat eater? I'll tell you how. You want me to tell you how? Because I was ju- I'm gonna tell you how right now. Because I was just looking in uh Connor Brady's book. And in this particular chapter, it's called Corporate Influence in the Veterinarian Sector. Um, See, it's it's the same in the vets as it is in the doctors. Yeah. Yeah. So he was saying that in 2014, Dr. Longsdale revealed that the contract between Murdoch University and Hills Pet Food. So he revealed this contract. And for $135,000, they got all of this. That's they, in Australia, right? You're talking yeah. about Lonsdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is in, in Australia. It's the same thing here. Yeah, this university that had a big veterinary clinic, okay, they they would promote Hills Pet Food in their hospital. They would permit the, the sponsors, or that's Hills, okay, to engage with the veterinary profession. Um, yeah, they give the students free food for the entire time that they're in school. They got to mingle with the attendees. Yeah. They had the opportunity to provide promotional material to attendees they had their logo on all the materials this is sort of like you know brainwashing that sort of thing um brand loyalty brand loyalty that is the correct word um and and the sponsor will provide the opportunity to promote the online nutrition course veterinarian nutrition advocate to the student two times annually there's a lot more in here that they got for that one hundred and thirty five thousand dollar donation um well and and you know that was a long time ago the stuff that they do now is is uh out of control you know out of control they basically sponsor the whole the whole college between pharmaceutical and um purina and hills the whole right. the whole the whole vet school is covered so in in his book he he gave an author's note okay and he said this if you would like to know more about the relationships in the veterinary department of your local university here's what you have to do you have to submit a FOIA request okay that is a freedom (laughs) of information request and he said you have to write to the institution You have to ask them for the FOIA officer and address it to them directly. He said, ideally stating the specific FOIA act that supports your request. And he said, the wording is key and often tricky. So be polite, but be direct and clear. And uh, you would want to say something like, in respect of all uh, processed pet food companies with which this uh, veterinary school is associated. Um, they want to know 
you know, supply all the contracts, please. We would like all the memorandums of agreements and your contracts um, and ask for all the correspondence. So it's, it's a, it's a business. It's a huge, huge business. And I was, I was looking at that because I was talking to someone and they've got itchy dogs, itchy, itchy dogs. What are you feeding? Purina pro plan. All right. Yep. So if you go over to Purina Pro Plan's website, they have decided that they're going to make their crappy sphincter ingredients look really good. <laughs> and, and they do that. Um, and I was just, I was like, oh my goodness. So they say every ingredient has a purpose. Every ingredient has a purpose. So they list but that out, purpose is not necessarily the health of your dog. Every ingredient has the purpose of profit. Yeah, exactly. Niels, have you ever seen in a bag of Purina? I'm just going to ask you, have, have you ever seen skipjack tuna in there? No. Chicken livers? Well, and you know that, no. And you know this as well as I do, because we, we live right right down by the Purina plant, right? Oh, it, yeah. It stinks like, oh my God, like nothing I've ever smelled before. It is atrocious. Here's what, here's what kills me. They say in their, well, there's white fish, there's sea bass, there's shrimp, there's crab meat. I'm like, are they doing PCR tests to, to find them? <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. I love that. Go find me. Go find me some pork in there. And uh, mm-hmm. all you got to do is cycle it up a certain times and and you're going to you're going to find that pork. Well, and Connor Brady also says that the um you know the prescription kibble and the the uh limited ingredient kibbles and all that if you test them, they're all contaminated with Various things. I mean, you know, something that is supposed to be a single protein has multiple proteins in it. So, they, yeah, you're not even getting what they tell you you're getting. Um, they're probably raising like monkey Kong, monkey, you know, dog or Who something knows? like that in it. And yeah, so they they try to make all of their ingredients look really good. So in their carbohydrate section. They say, you know, we only uh, provide carbohydrate sources that deliver sustaining energy to your pets, like wild rice, potatoes, corn, germ, meal, pea fiber, long grain rice. Hence the itchy dogs. <laughs> right. And then you go into their oils and you're just Oh my like, God. Yeah. They've got corn oil. Mm. Palm mm. oil. Mm-hmm. They got it mm. all. Oh, but wait, wait, but there's more. Um, But wait, there's more. They want the dog to have this great experience for taste, texture, and variety. Variety, my. So they spray rancid fat on the brown rocks. No, 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 no. They don't do that. They add the good stuff, like lamb broth and chicken stock and locust bean gum. Mm Mm-hmm flavor enhancers and what's the stuff in Chinese food that I'm blanking on? MSG. MSG. MSG, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Monosodium glutamate. 
So anyway, I was talking to this pet parent and they were saying, well, we're thinking about switching over to raw uh, because we have itchy dogs and, um, you know, our vet told us to give them Benadryl. No, we're not going to take them off the Purina Pro Plan. We're just going to give them some other type of crap, which is called Benadryl for dogs. Um, Have you noticed how? Do you guys know how bright, bright pink Benadryl pills are? Why would that be, Neely Piazza? Artificial coloring. And then they want to call. Why is my dog's poop weird colors? Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And And yet people are afraid to feed real food. They put them on hydrolyzed protein then. Yeah, which is dehydrated cardboard and chicken feathers. Man, it's just, you know, but what I'm saying is. Why is it that the people that are trying their damnedest to avoid censorship, to give you the information (laughs) that you really need, to question the narrative? Why are we the bad guys? (laughs) Because we're cutting into the bottom line of the uh, corporate world, I guess. So I heard this. No, I, God I, no, forbid I, anybody should hear the truth, right? Well, I heard, I heard this the other day that those that want things censored, they can have no opposing view, views. Zero zip. I mean, you think about the communist, okay, or the CCP. I mean, you step out of line and maybe your tongue's gone. Uh, maybe you're dead. Don't get dead, <laughs> as Dan Bongino would say. But anywho. I'm maybe just, you wake up with no kidneys. Right. Ooh. But but um I I again I just this we have got to help people snap out of it. Meaning you can't feed crappy food. What is crappy food? All processed kibble. Kibble, a lot any, of canned. In yeah. And basically anything, any commercial food is crap. Yeah. I had a guy the other day. He's like, my dogs will not touch this raw food. They just stare at it. And I said, well, I should have said this because Dr. Jason did this with her puppy. Act like you're eating it first. (laughs) When they, if they're raised on kibble and artificial food, they don't know what real food is and what they're supposed to do with it so they look at it and they look at you and they're like they don't know what it is they're like what am i supposed to do i don't know which is if you you know so many dogs you have to kind of ease them into fish because it's a whole thing and they're like i I don't know what to do with that or if you give them a drumstick or something sometimes you have to cut it into little pieces or um they just they don't know or if you give them something with a skin on it like a tomato or something they they won't bite you know they you have to cut it through the skin or or something so that they're like oh you just have to show them it's because they 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 don't know what it is because they've never seen it before well it's like us if we ate fake food our entire lives and then all of a sudden someone gives us a steak be like i don't know about that well have you ever (laughs) I don't know why I thought of this. I think it's because I have a friend that has been like touring the world recently. But anyway, um, you know, 
if you go to a fancy restaurant or something and you know plating and artistry is a big thing in uh uh the restaurant world right mm -hmm. so <laughs> you know they put a plate down in front of you and, and i've seen i you know watching cooking shows and all that kind of stuff you look at it and i'm like i would have absolutely no idea how to eat that I, I would do the same thing. I just look at it and be like, okay, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do with this. It's the same thing. <laughs> you just you just pick up the plate and stick out your tongue. Something. Start licking it up. That's it. That's the way it is in those fancy restaurants. I don't know. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. But I yeah, anyway, that's what it makes me think of. Because I've seen plates come out to judges or whatever and looked at it. And I'm like, I would not have the, have the foggiest idea how to start with that. Yeah, so I mean, there is not a carnivore alive that is allergic to all proteins. Hear us yeah. roar! That is not the fact. Maybe your well, dog a dog you can't you can't survive. You can't live without protein. I mean, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You could still be vegan and and get your protein, but not a dog. I was reading where um, they're well, making vegetable. Oh, go ahead. Well, they're making this new food in Canada for the vegan dogs, but it's a fake kibble, a fake meat kibble. It's really vegan because we don't want to disturb the veganism of the carnivores. Follow that. So they're making kibble out of out of fake meat. Yeah, because these That's dogs are the really vegan. Eat it. It's that Beyond Beef stuff that wouldn't sell, so they're throwing it over to the dog they're side. They're giving it to the dogs. I'm just like, what uh, kind of sphincter nonsense is that? That makes zero sense. But people are going to lap that stuff up. They said it took off and flew off the shelves. Now, they maybe they lying, but I'm just like. <laughs> they should listen to Nick Thompson talk about vegan diets for dogs. <laughs> what does Nick say? Well, I can well, imagine. You can imagine. Mm -hmm. I don't know why would you why would you feed a carnivore a vegan diet? That's just dumb. Next time they do it, they're gonna they're gonna say we have new vegetables that have animal protein, and people are gonna go that is. It's not Who possible, knows? but I, I I'm just saying that you know this craziness is is not gonna stop. Niels is. Just, they're gonna say they're gonna say here. Here's a vegan food that identifies as a carnivore food. There it is. <laughs> there it is. And you must not question. Do not question whether that plant is a is a uh, dog or an animal protein or not. You cannot question it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Right? So nuts. All right. So let's talk a little bit. Uh, I was talking a little bit about this with Dr. Jasek, uh, Dr. Lee Merritt. Now. I think Dr. Merritt's got some really good stuff out there. I was asking you because a lot of the rabies stuff has been coming up. It's been coming up with Dr. Cowan, coming up with Merritt a little bit. Um, and I asked you if you ever thought that we were going to get the lid blown off of this scammy rabies thing. And you said not until we get the germ theory or terrain theory thing sort of worked out. Well, until people can understand and accept that viruses don't exist, 
and germ theory is total bull hockey. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna. They're not gonna entertain the. I mean, how long have people been terrified of rabies? Right. A long time. It's not a virus. It's a toxin. Right. Which, yeah. So the more you start snooping around and listening and and looking at the history of all of these things right that were you know the spanish flu which i thought was hilarious it started in kansas um and um just you know. and dr merritt's done lots of deep well presentations about she did a pretty deep dive on that that was all a bunch of hooey too yeah that's so nutty right um but 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 here's you and I were talking about this like I'd almost be afraid to go to a doctor these days <laughs> because it's like everything that we thought was true is a little backwards. No, almost here. There's no way I'm going to a doctor. Well, I haven't been to a doctor in I don't know, 20, 30 years probably. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. I get it. It's just, you know, it's like what if they treat you for something that you shouldn't be treating it for and therefore prolonging your illness or causing your illness? And I well, mean, that's that... all they ever do. What do you mean? What if? <laughs> okay. In, 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 to put it in a better term for our listeners, if bacteria <laughs> is there to clean up junk that needs to be cleaned up and you get antibiotics to stop the cleanup, don't you prolong the mess? Yes, which is why you get into these endless cycles of ear infections and UTIs and conjunctivitis and, it, you know, one thing to another. It, you know, every six to nine months you do, you, you give antibiotics for one thing. That thing either recurs worse or pops up somewhere else. I mean, you get on this never-ending merry-go-round. So, yes, absolutely. Right. Right. I mean, it's just, and, and the, the thing is, we have been trained to not see what is right in front of us by design. And you have to retrain your mind. And I see this every single day when pet parents say, well, I'm feeding Purina Pro Plan and uh, my dogs are itching. So it's the pollen here in the state. And I'm like, well, it might be the pollen, but it's more than likely uh, the processed crap that's going into the dogs. And or the vaccines that you gave them last year. Yeah. Or the flea and or tick some, and all that. Yeah. Some combination of all of that. But you know what? I've, I almost wonder. Because our, our crew does come out with the whole story, right? They're like, well, it's not just food. It's flea and tick and heartworm. That's sometimes a little more than pet parents can take. Well, they need to get out, get over it. My dog had to die for me to figure it out. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not the um, gentle ease into it type. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, you know me, you, 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 you know me long enough to know that I'm not going to be rude to somebody, but I'm going to tell them the truth. Right. I'm going to tell them what 
I'm going to answer the question. I'm not mm-hmm. going to him haw around and, you know, here it is. Well, you know? You, I know, but, but can you not accept it because you haven't um, gone through the experience? There's one thing to say, well, I can't accept it just because, because it's, I, I, well, I think you can't, you can't just blindly believe whatever somebody tells you. This is true. And I say that too. I was like, okay, well, here's my opinion. Here's what I have learned. Here's what I have found out. Now, if you don't believe me, or if that doesn't ring true to you, then you go study it yourself and come to your own conclusions. But okay. I have, I have an issue with the, if it doesn't ring true and I'll tell you why, because if you have a belief Niels, that vaccines are the best invention ever, that it has saved millions of lives. And you hear someone say, if you keep putting that stuff in your dog's body, in their veins, keep shooting them up, you're not going to have a good outcome. That's not going to ring true for them, (laughs) even if it is true, because their beliefs are getting in the way. Well, there doesn't matter how you pre- how you present it. If if they're not gonna, if they're that indoctrinated and that brainwashed about it, it doesn't matter how you present it to them. They're not gonna believe it. Well, so I point. mean, yeah. It's like Dr. Timpany said, she's been she's been doing that and lecturing about that and presenting facts about that for twenty five years. Uh, it's it's a that's a hard one for people, but. I again, you you if you don't believe it, just do a control. Get two dogs, okay? Get two dogs. Feed this one dog kibble and just shoot them up. Give them all the toxins there, and then have this other dog. <laughs> don't do any of that. Feed them a pure raw diet. Let's just look. Maybe your eyes will help. Well, I mean, we can do that day after day after day. All people have to do is look at our dogs, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, lots of people ask me, golly, your corgis aren't fat. Golly, you're, you're, you know, I remember Henry, um, Henry smells like chocolate. chocolate. I don't know why, but it was, he, you know, most dogs stink. My, I never give my dogs a bath. Well, unless they roll in poop or something, but my dogs don't ever get baths. You know, they get, when they start blowing coat, they get brushed. A mm-hmm. couple of times for a week or two, and then n- n- then they get brushed again the next year. They don't get any of that stuff. I do their nails every week, but other than that, and they don't stink. I have five dogs in my house. You mm-hmm. can't tell. I'll be the judge of that. I'm well, kidding. you've been here. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> no, no, you're right. No, you're right. You know, so I mean, there's plenty. There's plenty of evidence floating around but it you know if people are not going to listen they're not going to listen there's not anything you can do about it so move right. on plant right. those seeds somewhere else <laughs> right <laughs> seeds don't grow in the sphincter um so i here's a question for you you have a dog that has seizures okay mm-hmm. and you take them and you have surgery on their brain and supposedly you find a tumor. And so you take that tumor out because supposedly that's the thing that's causing the seizures. You put the dog on phenobarbital. Uh, Why? You if you took, 
Why would you do that if you took out the cause of the seizure? Exactly. Um, and then the other question is, but you don't change the diet and you don't change the standard of care. And all of a sudden in th two years, the seizures come back. What's causing seizures? Oh my God. There's all kinds of things that cause seizures. Any kind of, well, the most common thing is the uh, flea and tick, quote unquote, prevention. That's the mm. that's the that's the big thing. Um, can even be something as simple as a plug-in air freshener in your house or something like that. That can cause seizures too. Yeah, I I just I wish that the question that was asked is what is the cause? Well, there's no way to know. I mean, there's not one cause of seizures. I mean. Well, we, we certainly do know this. If you keep putting toxins and bad food in them, that can't be. It's not helping. Uh-uh. And not yet. And yet that is not going to be a suggestion that's going to come down from the veterinary community. It's just not. It's never one that I've seen. And, you know, I was thinking about this. Think about it. Your vet will never prescribe herbs if unless they're holistic. They're never going to prescribe herbs. They're never going to prescribe real food. They're never going to prescribe anything outside of a pharmaceutical. That's all they know. That's all they learn. Well, and look, canine cardiologists, I mean, even human cardiologists will tell you that diet is involved in heart disease. And human cardiologists will tell you that. Canine cardiologists will tell you that diet didn't have anything to do with it. Well, they can't have it both ways. Where they That's said, what I'm saying. <laughs> where they said that dilated cardiomyopathy was coming from. Oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> grains, no grains. And then it was like, uh, oh, but food doesn't have anything to do with, do with make it. Your, make up your mind. Yeah. Right? There's, a, there's a lot of stuff in the veterinary medical world that's like that they claim both both ways it's like no you can't do that yeah there's 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 a um you know a lot of people trying to get proof out as they call them the receipts right <laughs> yeah the receipts um and so the sauce the sauce the receipts the proof that's correct. So we're going to try to start moving all of our stuff over to Rumble um, instead of, you know, some of the stuff that's out there on Facebook. Because I hear that they are still going to, it doesn't matter. They're going to continue with all of that censorship stuff, you know. And and the question again, guys, is if if, if you know how many people were injured from these last three years, if you know how many dogs are injured because of this protocol they're under, um, and then you get censored because you're trying to tell somebody something different, doesn't that clue you in? But the way they spin the censorship is you're going to kill grandma if you continue to talk this way. No, I, I mean, it, when you realize that, you know, when, for instance, uh, we were talking about you know, how they really did try to investigate 
um, this so-called Spanish flu, right? Where they were having the the guys that were in the brig. Um, and to oh, the co- Rosenau, the Rosenau experiments with the where they were yeah. trying to, yeah, yeah. commute. Well, their- apparently, there's I don't know what they are, and I haven't seen them, but apparently, there's multiple other studies not particularly connected to um that 1918 but about contagion proving that contagion is not i mean you know they couldn't they couldn't make polio contagious the only way they were able to do that was to take chopped up spinal cord put a hole in a monkey's skull and inject it directly into his brain that's the only way they (laughs) when they were able to make the monkeys sick from polio and i'm pretty sure if you put a hole in there in somebody's head and directly um, injected saline into somebody's brain it would mess them up pretty good you know so it's not like right what i mean just horrible experiments on animals i know awful horrible experiments uh i mean is there no way to do experiments other than on animals I don't know, but they certainly don't need to be as invasive as they are to to um to I learn mean, what you are looking at. Just just the stuff that Fauci has done is is horrific, you know. And he's not is he even a what kind of doctor is he? Yeah, well, you know, he's never they took him the government took him straight out of school he's never been a a real doctor he's never seen patients never been in a real setting like that and yet he was the one that was up there spouting off all the stuff for pete's sakes you gotta look back in history hopefully it hasn't all been taken out but you have to look back on how things were actually created right how you know what 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 was going on um the whole DDT, which nobody ever talks about that, you know, because my dad had polio. Remember those commercials? They were just like spraying that DDT all over people. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like a- the, kid, the kids running behind the trucks and spraying them in the swimming pools and spraying them in the cafeteria at school and all that. But you might yeah. as well say, hey, kids, won't you just suck on this exhaust pipe off this car because it is perfectly safe. All right, everybody. Hey, we just hope that, uh, you know, from time to time, we can entertain you here uh, on the raw dog food truth. You know, there's so much craziness going on. We hope that you can look at things in a different way. Change your mindset. Something that is a new, you know, theme here is change your mindset. Things aren't always as they appear. Maybe what you've learned isn't exactly true experience is is an amazing thing you know there needs to be more and more people um in these communities making you know communities of holistic practitioners whether that is through a medical license or not in my opinion because these as you just said earlier, these medical boards are a business and not really there to make sure that you're aiding in the health of any living being. Right. Animal or human. Right. 
you guys, if you have a, a dog that's got the itchies, you have a dog that appears to be allergic to everything. You have a dog that can't get a solid poop to save its life. You need, you need to see Neely Piazza and get this dog straightened out for the love of dog, for the love of raw. You got to get this dog straightened out and it's not that hard. And you want to get this dog straightened out without harsh chemicals, without harsh pharmaceuticals. Okay. There are ways to do it. You may have not been exposed to them. You may have been told otherwise, but if your dog is in this type of compromised situation, it is worth your dog's and your sanity to work with Neely Piazza. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com. We can help you get your dog on a species-appropriate diet. It really isn't that hard. There is no disease. There is no dog that should not be able to eat the food that they were born to eat. That just makes sense. I'm sorry. It just right? makes sense, Right. So get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com to work with Neely Piazza. You can go to her website, which is wholeanimalwellness.com, W-H-O-L-E, wholeanimalwellness.com. Or you can also find her on my experts page under health consults that's in the learning center. You fill out that information and work directly with Neely. Uh, trust me, you will save your money and you will save your dog's health and your sanity uh, if you get off of that merry-go-round that you might be on today. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Neely Piazza? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That's right. We'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.